0: Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Jolina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life, even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. I am so thankful that you're here today for episode number 62. I am going to take you on a journey. Today, I am going to talk about the vacation I took with my ex. This past year, I traveled to Puerto Rico twice The first time I went to spend some time with somebody special, and I had to take my son because I am a single mother, and his father is never available, as many narcissistic parents are. They're only available when it's good for them, but not when it's necessary for you. So for me to be a good parent, I decided that I was going to take my son on the trip with me. But this is the thing. I took my son on Friday, and we got back on Monday. During the whole weekend, he knew that my son was going to be with my father and then with my mother. He does have communication with both of them, more my mother, but he can call my father. And my son also has a phone as he is already 13 years old. During this trip, I went away for the weekend. I kept in touch with my parents and my son during the whole trip, including my daughter that was here in Florida. But when I spoke to my son, I asked him if his father had made any contact with him. He had asked him to let him know what he was doing and how he was doing while he was over there, but never did he call him. Now, fast forward to December when we took a family trip. It was me, my daughter, my son, and my granddaughter. I was staying with my son at my father's house and my daughter and the baby were staying with my mother. I was also going to spend some time with this special person, but this time around, he could call ahead of time and find out everything that I was doing. For the whole two weeks, my ex called my son approximately three times a day to ask him how he was, what he was doing, who he was with, and what kind of plans he had for the day. Every single day for two weeks, This man called his son not to find out how his son was doing, but to find out what we were doing and who we were with. And to be more clear, he didn't give a crap what his son was doing or where his son was. All he was trying to find out was what I was doing and who was I with, because he didn't like the idea of this special person taking some time to be in my life. We left Puerto Rico on December thirtieth, and I have no idea the communication that my son and him has, because I decided to step away for my own peace of mind and my peace that I was going to step away from the conversations with him. My son is already thirteen years old. He can decide for himself whether he wants to spend a day with his father, whether he wants to sleep over, or he wants to spend a shorter time with him. Because I fought when we had 50-50, to get custody back, which it wasn't even about him spending time with his father. My issue was that the court decided to drag my name through the floor and give him 50% custody when he didn't have time to be with his son, who was spending time with my son, his new wife, which, by the way, lovely lady, but she's not me. She didn't have to be spending time with my son when I had the availability to spend time with my son, and his father did not. That is something for another day, because I, for the life of me, can't understand how courts divide 50-50 just to screw up with the parents, but it does happen. I got full custody back from my son, not because I didn't want him to spend time with his father, which would be ideal, but I want to leave this up to him, because my issues with his father are separate from his issues with his father. What bothered me about the 50-50 split in time for both of us was, number one, the fact that he was never available to be there with his son. Number two was the fact that my son had no voice in the matter. My ex made it all to be, the court said, the lawyer said. Never did he ask him what he wanted to do and when he wanted to do it. My son was split three days here and four days there and vice versa. As soon as he was getting comfortable to be wherever he was, he was told to pick up and then start again. He never had a home. Because how can you say I live with mom or I live with dad when you have no place to call your own? In my case, it was totally unsupported and it was not in his best interest and it was not for the best of his mental health. He wasn't mad about the fact that he was split between mom and dad as much as he was furious because he had no choice in the matter. And the reason why I fought so hard to gain full custody of my son was for my son to be able to decide where he wanted to be, who he wanted to be with, and for how long. And for now, that is the way that it's working out for us. Before we continue... This podcast is brought to you by The Breakaway Journal. If you or anybody you know has left a toxic abusive relationship, I can tell you from my own experience that it's very hard to heal when you don't know what broke you down. I created this journal where you will be traveling through the different stages of toxic abusive relationships and the abuse that entangled you. Emotional and psychological abuse can affect you in more ways than you can imagine. It's necessary to dig deep to break through and finally break away from this toxic mentality. If this resonates with you or you know someone that this resonates with, just click in the show notes and it will take you directly to access the Breakaway Journal. Or send me a DM on Instagram for more details. I will put the link in the show notes below. Back to our episode. And this is how I took my ex on a vacation. Because he only wants to be present whenever he can get new information about me. You might ask why they do that. Because they need to know that they still have control over you. They still feel you belong to them because you once used to be with them. They have to know about everything that has to do with you. I took my son on a vacation where we were totally separate. I was in one city over an hour away while my son was with my mom and my dad. During these four days, he never called my son. But then on the next trip, he needs to call him three times a day. My ex probably knew where I was, who I was with, how long I was there every day, every single day that we were on vacation. He knew when we were home, He knew when we were out and he even knew if my son was in and I was out because he needed to have control because he thinks that I still care. The funny thing is that we got back on December 30th, but it wasn't until January 7th that I heard him call my son and say, Happy New Year's. Seven days after New Year's, he calls him to say, Happy New Year's. But for the past two weeks that we had been on vacation, he called his son every single day. I took him on vacation with me because he was aware of everything that we were doing the whole time that we were there. I no longer engaged with him. Therefore, I made no comment. I didn't reach out to him. But I just want you to see through my eyes and through my experiences how these toxic narcissistic exes can actually be. They can pretend as much as they try to show you that they are a different person, to show that they're a good parent. But at some point in time, the mask just slips off because they don't give a damn. They don't give a damn about your kids. They don't give a damn about anything else but trying to grasp your attention. And as for me and my child, after taking him on vacation with us for two weeks, I'm now back to normal. He's getting calls every three to four days or every week. He talks to his father when he wants, how he wants, and he sees his father when he wants to. I don't get involved anymore because he's already 13. He was already put through a lot when he was forced to stay with his father for the year and a half that the 50-50 split of custody lasted because, of course, he was only doing it to get under my skin and it was not something that he could support in the long run. So as soon as he got tired, Mama started documenting. And when she got enough dirt and everything that had happened, she requested full custody. You don't have to carry your ex around on your vacations, but you might have to. Keep your kids clear on the things that they should discuss with the other parent. Always try to keep your name out of the conversation. I have taught both of my kids that they can spend time with the people that I no longer talk to, no longer relate to. But I explained to both of them the reason why I do not relate with them. They are very clear about my relationship with these people and they have to make up their own mind about their relationship with these people. I don't make that decision for them. Now, what I do make very clear for my daughter and for my son is that it doesn't matter how much time they spend with this other family member, nobody is allowed to talk about me family member cannot ask about me and they cannot engage in anything that has to do with me. I don't mind, but they make time to spend with this family member and if they're having a great time or they love this person, as long as there's nothing going on with me in the conversations or them trying to dig for information about me, I don't have a problem. They're both bold enough where I could keep my relationship with them and my relationship with these other family members totally separate. And I've taught them to do the same. At some point in time, your kids will know who is who. They will realize who the real people are and who the fake ones are. And it doesn't matter how close or how far in your family relationship these people are. Your kids will know. They'll be able to sense. Even if they can't hear or see anything, they'll be able to sense. And when they get older, they'll be able to understand and recognize The different toxic abusive strategies and methods and ways of communications that they use towards you or the other people. I decided that this year, my word, I wasn't looking for it, but my word for this year is peace. And I will no longer make relationships or treat relationships as a need be. If I need to talk to you, I will, but I will stick to what I need to talk to you about. If I don't need to have a relationship with you and you don't sit well with me, then I won't. If you're having trouble with your ex trying to find out every single little thing that you're doing, it's up to you to teach your kids and the people around you not to share information about you. I had a friend who is also a friend of another person from my family that I don't speak to and asked me what was going on. I said that as long as they kept their relationship apart from talking and discussing me, I had no issue with their relationship, because anybody in my life that decides to side with my abuser, whoever decides to say that I made up lies, or I made my kids lie, or relate to anybody related to my abuser, is not for me. If you want to spend time with his wife, with him, and you want to be used, that's up to you. You're no longer welcome into my life. No flying monkeys here. I cleaned my house and all the monkeys are out. If your children are old enough to sit them down and let them know that they can have the relationships they want, but whoever it is that's trying to drag your name through the mud, whoever is creating your smear campaign, whoever decides to side with your abuser needs to be out. To anybody struggling with this, I know that it is very hard to deal with toxic family members, toxic friends, and toxic partners. But we have to, because sometimes it's not as easy to pull away from a family member or an abusive ex, especially when you have kids. As a mother, my first priority is my kids, and I will do anything that I have to protect them. And if he wants to drag my name through the mud, and if he wants to find out everything that I'm doing, he can. Just to stay away from me because I will not tolerate anything that takes away my peace. Guard your peace and guard your children's peace. And remember, they don't need to know everything about you because you're no longer part of their lives. You're only the other parent and they won't help you parenting because they will only contra-parent. Use that information as you see fit. I hope this has helped you to open your eyes as to why the narcissist is always snooping around. And this is the year I took my narcissistic ex on a vacation with me. If you want to find out some more information about doing one-on-one coaching sessions with me, you can send me a DM on the link that I'll be putting down in the show notes. Remember, sharing is caring. And please share this episode with somebody that you know that might be needing some advice. Sometimes they're even closer than you think. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also, sign up for the email list at RaquelKalina.com forward slash email. Don't forget, pacing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.